Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Kill them all! This has been It Could Happen Here, the show where I just kill them all. Garrison, Chris, you wanna, wanna take over? Oh boy. I just woke up. I haven't had coffee yet. That is just incredibly spooky. Urging murder. Well, it is yeah. spooky, you're right. This is yeah, true. I, am, I didn't realize that until just now, but retroactively that makes it fine. See? Extremely um, spooky. Yeah. What are we doing? Who are right. we? We're we're doing we we're where it could happen here. We're doing is it this is this is this is a a podcast where we talk about spooky stuff that happens around Halloween. And today we are doing the spookiest thing of all, which will be revealed shortly. Oh boy, I hope it's Will Wheaton. Is not Will Wheaton. Well, unfortunately. That, that's the spookiest. Thing. I, I really I really should have looked for that tie-in because there there Will might Wheaton be one. Is a CIA asset. We might get there. I don't know. Okay. Okay. See, this is this is I'm hacking a fraud, and I didn't actually look into this. The Will Eaton connection. Yeah. Nope. Well, we missed it. You and most journalists. Yeah. All right. What are we? What are we doing? What are we doing? 
On June 14, 1947, a rancher named W.W. Mac Brazel and his son Vernon were driving across their property when they encountered, quote, a large area of bright wreckage made up of rubber strips, tinfoil, and rather tough paper and sticks. Yeah, me too. It's just a regular night in, in, in Oregon, but yeah. 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 Continue. Well, Brazil's back in a time where people are baffled when weird things happened instead of going, oh, it's Tuesday. Yeah. So, that, oh, man, what a time. Yeah, so they didn't just go straight to Twitter. No, no. He, he you know, he, he doesn't think that was actually, you know, I, I, kind of like reasonably, a reasonably responsible thing to do in 1947, which is that he spends about a week, like, picking up all of the, the scraps that he can and, like, Aww. putting them in a box and then he, he drives it to the sheriff. Okay, and sure. the sheriff's name is George Wilcox. I love that says a lot about the difference in urgency back then, where it's like, oh, this is important. I'll spend a week getting everything together before <laughs> yeah. I take it off to the sheriff. <laughs> like before the internet, you could really afford to to sit yeah, on you some can, shit. Yeah, you can take, you can take your time. It was an era in which, like, if you had a busy life, three things happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so George Wilcox, the sheriff looks at this and is like, I have no idea what any of this crap is. Like, what is happening? So, he takes it to Roswell Air Force Base for further investigation. Ah. Now, Colonel Butch Blanchard, the, the, the commander of Roswell Airfield's uh, 509th Composite Group, you know, sends, sends a team out to analyze the wreckage, which includes an Air Force intelligence officer named Major, Major Jesse Marshall. Now, Marshall gives a now infamous series of quotes to the media that results in the Roswell Daily Record running the sentence, quote, The intelligence office of the 509th Bombardment Group at Roswell Airfield announced at noon that the field has come into possession of a flying saucer. Now, this is sure the birth. Is. Yeah, well, I mean, this, this yeah. isn't the birth of modern UFOlogy, but this is, you know, this, this is one of their most important er events. Yeah, and, of and course. The pictures do rule. All of all of the yeah. Roswell pictures are super rad because it's just random shit in a field, and yep. they're like, "It's aliens! <laughs> yep. There's random shit in the field." Now, this this is all happening amid just like like scattered sort of reports of UFOs that have been cropping up throughout the throughout sort of like the post war era. Yeah, and the next day, the Air Force releases a statement saying, "There's no flying saucer in the wreckage; it's just an air balloon." It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's just a weather balloon. Sure. Fine. Yeah, yeah. So the Air Force sure. is lying. Sure, sure, Air Force. Yes. Weather balloon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're lying. Everyone knows they're lying. But this is where things get bad. Because what Mark Brazel really discovered was something even spookier and more sinister than aliens. What Mark Brazel had discovered was the, Mer the American Military Industrial Complex. That the is wreck, incredibly spooky. It turned uh, out, that's what's really spooky. Oh, it's, it's, it's real spooky. It's... Yeah, we're, by, by, by the end of this episode, they will have... I, I had to cut two times. They almost killed everyone on Earth. Because... Oh, <laughs> Okay, well, all right. So we're going to be judging folks for almost killing everyone on Earth. Like, you haven't almost killed everyone on Earth. Come on. That's true, that's true. Podcasting saved me from a It'll life of mass Get... extinction of the yeah. entire human race. And will eventually end all life on this planet. I, true. I believe in podcasting's potential to kill absolutely yeah. everyone. Yeah, it's it's great. It's it's a time. It's yeah. Actually, you know, this part part of this is actually going to be about how we get to the point where everyone is podcasting on the internet about things. That that that, 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 runs that does through this. A, this does yeah. absolutely play in yeah. to the yeah. Roswell incident. Yeah, because yeah, there's a there's a strong line between shit like coast to coast FM and the old like 
conspiracy, you know, the precursors to that, uh, uh, alien, UFO, whatever, radio yep. shows and shit on the uh, on the wideband back in the day and uh, and podcasts where we are right now. Yep, it's it's great. It's a, it's a good time. We're descended from great media. We're going to continue to produce great media. We're uh, totally not just like an extremely lar- a much larger version of the, the the radio broadcast you get right before a genocide. That's like that's not what's happening here. It's all in fact good and cool. Yep. I mean, this is why I tell people to get machetes. It's true. Oof, that was a bad. Yeah, that's a made that made that comment. Look, we just well, we, we just we just we just got to make let's, sure let's o- only ways to blaze on. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's move right ahead. <laughs> now, the Air Force is lying out of its ass, but the Air Force isn't lying out of its ass because they have a flying saucer. The Air Force knows precisely what they've gotten their hands on here because the 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 unidentified flying object that has crashed at Roswell is actually something called Project Mogul. Now, to understand Project Mogul, we need to go back a little bit. Yeah. Now, in, in, in 1945, the U.S. drops two nuclear bombs on Japan. And this does a lot of things, literally all of which are bad. Yeah. Um, and what, one of which is that it sets off a sort of, it, it sets off, you know, the thing that we all live in now, which is this, this, the, the nuclear arms race between the U.S. and the USSR, who, you know, by, by pretty quickly after World War II are just bitter enemies. And, you know, by, by 1947... I, there's just wars raging across the world between communist and anti-communist forces. This is was war in China. I mean, in Greece, which I think people know people know more about the Chinese Civil War. Uh, people know less about it, Greece, where just like the British, the British are like, oh, the communists are going to take power, so they just like give all of the guns back to the fascists and they start doing the Holocaust again, and that you know sets off this own another civil war there, and. You know, as, as as Europe becomes, you know, divided between the two great powers, the U.S. becomes increasingly worried about the USSR acquiring their, acquiring their own nuclear weapons. So to detect a potential Soviet nuclear test, the U.S. embarked on Project Mogul. Project Mogul sent 657-foot balloons. These, these are like massive balloons. They're, they're twice the size of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, those balloons are bigger than a balloon needs to be. Yeah, they're, they're too lot. large. It's <laughs> too big for balloons. <laughs> And they so they they load these balloons with like sensor and listening equipment to to like detect a nuclear detonation. They like they they like float them into the upper jet stream, and the jet stream will like push them to Russia. Is sort of the plan behind it. And this sort of works, except the Russians don't have nukes yet. So yeah, this by the way is also why the song "99 Red Balloons" was not just a banger, but also uh, very realistic because we absolutely could have had a nuclear exchange over some fucking balloons. Oh yeah, yeah, I, actually. I don't. I'm not sure there's any direct balloon related near nuclear exchanges in this episode. But no, but don't it, worry. It could happen. <laughs> yeah. <we've>, <laughs> it, it, well, you know, and, and what 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 it did actually do was you know set off the modern UFO thing because yeah. you know one yeah one one of these balloons like fails and it's, it spews the wreckage around, and you know, there's yeah th- this this. You know, this is this. Then you you see a bunch of the problems that are going to happen with sort of the rest of how the course of UFOs go because, you know, you have initially the government's like we have a flying saucer, and then they turn around and do this like incredibly half-assed cover-up that like everyone knows is fake, and you know, so you know because Americans are Americans, they don't assume that like the U.S. is you know creating a devastating new surveillance and intelligence no. program that will no. be used to further total nuclear war. Instead, they go, it's aliens. <laughs> Yeah, because we're great at Occam's razor. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a time. But I think what's really important here is that 
what Brazil had actually made first contact with was America's new thermonuclear monarchy. And this is something that I think more people should talk about, which is that having nukes just as a thing massively centralizes power into sort of individual people and into the executive branch because, you know, so if you have nuclear weapons, right, the theory is that you have to have one person who presses the button to shoot them and you, you can't have like, you know, there's not enough time for like a parliament or deliberative body to like set the nukes off. And so th- this becomes this rationale for enormously centralizing the power of the executive branch. And this, this produces an absolutely terrifying new age of state secrecy filled with increasingly powerful and clandestine government agencies and bureaucracies ranging from the CIA, our good friends, to the much lesser known Atomic Energy Commission. And these agencies, the power of their secrecy is so strong that, I mean, by the 1990s, the Atomic Energy Commission's like successor agency uh, decides that they can keep secrets from the president on the basis that the president does not need to know, which is absolutely horrifying. Well, yeah, I mean, look, it's just, you got a democracy, and that's going to be a problem, because in a democracy, people presumably get to make choices, and if you don't want them to decide not to continue making weird shit to throw into the sky, then, you know, why well, you, you probably should just not tell anybody anything. Yeah, well, and that, that particular story is also grim. I... I... <laughs> This is one of the things I was debating covering. They're they're covering up the fact that they deliberately poisoned enormous like hundreds and hundreds of people with radiation to do human testing on them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, the president doesn't need to know this. Like, doesn't need to know about our You know, I mean it's 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 like uh we don't tell Sophie guys a lot of the things that we do with our budget. Um like when we irradiated all those people for a podcast, we're we're still not telling Sophie that. Yeah, the, the, it could happen here. Black budget will remain secret. Yeah, it is a lot of money. Please continue. Now, now all, all of the secrecy around this and the fact that these cover-ups are like the most half-assed shit anyone has ever seen, you know, it, it, continue, it fuels this rampant speculation around UFOs. And the conspiracy theorists are also aided by the fact that people keep seeing weird flying objects. We sure do. We love we love to see weird shit in the sky. We are very good at it. Yeah, yeah. It's we're in, we're incredible at seeing weird shit, and the sky yeah. is full of weird it's shit. It's true. I saw and a it, crow the other day. Damn. Anyway, yeah. In in, in, 1990, in 1955, hundreds of people start who are on airplanes start seeing these just enormous flaming crosses flying impossibly high and impossibly fast in the sky, and oh, publicly no, the KKKs gained space flight. It's it's worse than that. <laughs> it's, it's it's the people the people doing this are worse than the KKK, which is wow. Fun. What is what a sentence? What yeah, a sentence, it, Chris? It's great. It's yeah. So so you know, in, in public, the U.S. government's like whatever. These aren't a thing. They're fake. Whatever. They're meteorological disturbances. Mm-hmm. Uh, in private, the passengers who are on these jets that that see these flaming crosses are all detained by the FBI and for, and sworn to secrecy after providing accounts of what they'd seen. Awesome. And yeah, and this this is also a part of, of of the the sort of UFO mythology, and this does actually happen. Like the the FBI does actually show up to these yeah. people. Well, that's who you send in when you want people to stop wondering if something shady is going on. Yeah, yeah. It's when great. I hear the <laughs> FBI is telling people to shut up about something, I think, well, that's not worth looking into at all. When you have five men in suits and sunglasses show up at your <laughs> yeah. door and tell yeah. you not talking about something, you know that means everything is fine and normal. Yeah, it's yeah, great. You know what I don't think of when I think of the FBI. UFO cover-ups. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and this is this this is America's first contact with yet another new part of its clandestine military military bureaucracy. 
Area 51. Ah. Uh, Area 51 is a secret military aeronautics research and development facility built on a salt flat called Lake Groom inside the massive Nevada test and training range. Um, this place, by the way, this place is massive. This place is like the size of Connecticut. Like it's like larger than Connecticut. It's, it's larger than than most of the eastern states. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's enormous. And it, But, you know, it, it's something I think is very interesting about this is that for all its mystique, Area 51 is not the most dangerous facility on the Nevada Test and Training Range. No, that's Area 52, the sub-level below where they store the real weird shit. Yeah, I'm Okay, aware. so the funny part I is... Watched we, a f- I watched a few YouTube videos. I think I know what I'm talking about. Well, the funny, so the, we are actually going to get to Area 52 oh, Okay, all right. Yeah, well, but, but the, the, yeah. Thing, the, thing, the thing that's actually really dangerous is Areas 12, 19, and 20. Because okay. that's the Nevada How test many site. areas do these motherfuckers need? There's like a hundred. They, 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 God they, damn they, it. They like sectioned off all these things. Yeah, all the other Because, I mean, this, this this is like a state-sized, like, testing facility, right? You okay, they get all something. these fucking areas, but the Branch Davidians have one compound <laughs> where they don't even do very many illegal things, and suddenly it's a problem. Well, but okay. here's the thing. The, the I see how it is. The Branch Davidians never had nukes. And that 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 that. Well, that's oh, could could you imagine though? <laughs> that would have been pretty <laughs> amazing. You know what? If they'd had nukes, about like eighty people would still be alive. <laughs> Maybe they, they might have accidentally nuked themselves, or everyone would be dead. One yes. of the yeah, two. Yeah, that's those are the two. Yeah. Eighty people would be alive, or everyone on Earth would be dead. <laughs> so. Area 51 is the partner of the Nevada test site, which is, which is areas uh, 12, 19, and 20. And that's where the real dangerous shit happens, which is the U.S. test nuclear weapons there. Okay. But we, I need to make it clear at the outset, uh, we should not be underestimating Area 51. That place has done irreparable harm to the cause of world peace and very nearly like caused us all to go extinct several times. So do not underestimate the power of, of, of military spy airplanes. Yeah, they, no, they those too are, can lead us all to destruction. Those oh, are no. on, honestly I way mean, more way more spooky than any l- little gray creatures yeah. of large heads oh, yeah. you can think of. Diff- various planes just with cameras on them have gotten us closer to the extermination of all life on Earth than basically anything else. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that one computer bug that, uh, that the Russians had that would have killed us all if not for... Um, uh, oh. Petrov, I think his name was. I forget his last name. Yeah. That one guy who was like, yeah. "No, nah, we're not going to have a nuclear war right yeah. now." Oh, there's there's a lot. I, this is this is weirdly the Soviets come out looking like, oh yeah, not no, they bad definitely... in this episode. Yeah, it's like like every every time there's almost a nuclear war, it's like it doesn't happen because the Soviets are like no, and the Americans are like we want this war, and the no, Soviets yeah, are like we, no, we no, don't actually rule want to when it kill comes to atomic apocalypse stories if you if you if you tally up all the columns because the soviets definitely have a few in their side but oh, it yeah. winds up way more fucked up nuke incidents on the u.s side oh, of yeah. things than the soviet side of things although there was that time they built a bomb so big that it might have changed to the tilt of the earth if they <laughs> yeah. it. and at the last moment they were like let's take half of the fissile material out of this this yeah. seems like a bad idea <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's great yeah so, so spe- speaking of bad ideas involving uh, in- involving nuclear weapons, so a- Pro- Area Fifty One. Oh no, I thought, thought you were doing services. an ad break. We, we it is time for an ad. So yeah, speaking speaking, speaking of, of bad ideas, you know what else ba- will change the tilt of the earth? <laughs> the products and services, their quality is so intent that it's like the Tsar Bomba. It is just and like that. Explosive yeah. potential. Okay, okay, 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Area 51 was founded in 1951 by the Atomic Energy Commission, a federal agency established as a successor to the mother of all black projects, the Manhattan Project. Ah, Now, black projects are secret off-the-books military defense projects, the existence of which are kept secret even from Congress, which is a totally cool and normal thing to have in a democracy when your uh, representative body does not know what what, what the military is doing. Now... Area 51 is interesting because it's it's basically like a black project of a black project. It's so secret that like the vice president, LBJ, who is like not a fuck off vice president, right? It is, this is LBJ. No, L- like <laughs> LBJ yeah. wields some power. He's yeah, he's, he's like, like a Cheney type. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Cheney's also going to show up in the story briefly. Yeah, but yeah, uh, he, like even he didn't actually really know what was going on there until like after JFK was assassinated. 
So this this place is really secret. And as best we can tell, in its first four years, it was essentially the Atomic Energy Commission uh, basically wanted a place to do off-the-books like pilot and aircraft testing. And they were able to do this successfully that like we basically don't know what they did for four years. But in oh, 19- that's good. Yeah, but, but in 1955, the facility is taken over by an even spookier organization, the Central oh. Intelligence Agency. Ah, our, our old friends. Woo! Yeah. Now, now the, the CIA, the, the, you know, this, this is 1955, and the CIA has spent the early years of the Cold War getting just its absolute ass handed to it in Europe because, you know, this is what happens when a bunch of dipshit Harvard grads in like. Hey, yeah, because they keep poisoning people with acid and that's all they're doing. Yeah, they're yeah, but, not- you know, but the problem is, they, so they're running into a, a real intelligence agency, which is the KGB, who like, like those guys do not they, fuck around. They like, don't <laughs> just poison people with acid. They yeah, do. They, 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 they're, they, they're, yeah. they're much, much more intense than, than the early 50s, the CIA. Yeah. Yeah, and so, and so they, they have this real problem, which is that. The, they, the CIA basically can't get intelligence out of Eastern Europe, which is bad yeah. when your whole, you, like, your entire, like, state is based off of, like, fighting Eastern Europe. So the yeah, solution, that's kind of your main target. Yeah, yeah. So the solution is to fly a plane really high over Russia and use it to take pictures. Uh-huh. Now, yeah, seems good. Yeah, like, I, th- I think, like, th- this sounds, like, I think kind of banal to us in the 21st century, where, like, I mean, yeah, we this are... Yeah, this is, this is, like, this is, like, this is, like, pre-satellite. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and you know, like, like we, we're all just sort of used to the fact that, like, the government is spying on us at all times. We sure are. But, you know, in, in, in 1955, this is incredibly radical. Like, the, the, US, the U.S. has only had intelligence agencies for, like, 10 years, and there, there is no precedent at all. There is none. No precedent for flying surveillance over a country you aren't actively at war with. Like, the, the, the only reason you fly an airplane over a country is if you're about to bomb them. People should note also that, like, the first 10 years or so that we had an intelligence industry, every single – or that we had, an inte- like, intelligence agencies, every single vote for funding them, every single, like, vote for giving them new powers – was like universally supported by both parties. There yeah. was there was zero dissent about whether or not we should have a CIA and they should have a giant black budget to do all sorts of scary shit that might provoke a nuclear war. Yeah, it's like really, people were just like, well, of course, <laughs> it's really bad. And, and I think this this is you know th- this is what Area Fifty One actually is. The Area Fifty One is the place where the development of the, the permanent intelligence industrial complex is 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 permanently solidified. And this all starts with the U two. Now, the CIA brings in Lockheed Martin and a little-known but very powerful and influential defense contractor called EG&G, who, I mean, they, they do a lot of stuff, oh God, but... that's such a defense contractor Yeah, name. It's, 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 it's like, it's the ultimate defense contractor name, and nobody knows who they are because they make, like, cameras and, like, film equipment and stuff. But, like, you know, Ooh. so these are the people who, like, made the cameras that could take pictures of nuclear that explosions. Could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, and so and so the, the CIA brings them all to this like remote testing rage in Nevada to work on a secret project called Dragon Lady. Now, in its early stages, Area Fifty One is so secret that like even the Air Force doesn't know about it. And this like really pisses off the Air Force's senior senior generals, in, in particular a guy who was going to become very important to the story, uh, Air Force General Curtis LeMay, who like that man. Like that, I I don't say this very often about historical figures, but like, so if if someone had assassinated General Curtis LeMay, the world like we would like the the amount safer that the world would have been. LeMay was one of the architects of 
saturation bombing starting yeah. in World War Two and continuing uh, in for uh, up to now. <laughs> it, yep, it, we and, didn't and, stop. And that is that is not the worst thing he's involved in. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. Now, but and, and LeMay is extremely pissed off that the CIA doesn't tell him about this. And uh, he's going to remember that. that that's going to become important later in the story. But eventually the CIA is forced to bring the Air Force into Area 51 for a number of reasons, partially because they're flying airplanes and partially because the U-2 is like kind of a piece of shit. You know, and part of it is, okay, so they're learning how to fly planes really high for the first time. But, you know, the U-2, if you fly it too slowly, it stalls, which is like, okay, that's kind of a normal airplane. Yeah, thing. the U-2 the U is an amazing aircraft because it just is one yeah. of the most absurd pieces of aviation equipment ever designed and like watching those things take off and land is the most funny thing I'm. It's wild. Like and the the other problem is thing. Okay, so like yeah. So it has, it has a stalling problem, but it also has a problem. <clears> if you fly it too fast, the wings will fall off. Okay, <laughs> it's so fragile. You build a plane, Chris. <laughs> it's so it's so massive and so fragile. Yeah. The wings are so heavy and so large. It's <laughs> one of the most off. ridiculous pieces of, of equipment ever designed. It's 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 incredible. So, yeah, so the CIA needs help to get this thing working. And so the result is that Area 51 at this point is, is staffed by about it's, it's one third CIA, one third Air Force and one third Lockheed Martin. What a what a combination. Yeah, it's, wow. it's, it's, these are the it, God. Can you imagine that cafeteria? <laughs> the conversations. It, yeah, it, it's wild, too, because it's like, OK, so you have a bunch of just like spooks, right? You have a bunch of just yeah. like CIA people. And then there's just like a bunch of test pilots who are like yeah. just nuts and have been they, like, yeah, like a bunch of like like. People who are like yeah. genuine war heroes who like fought in World War II, but then went turned around and like did horrible war crimes in like Korea. Yeah, it's and it's, it's a yeah, mix that's of how it like works. Yeah, twenty percent, twenty percent like Tom Cruise from Top Gun, but with horrible PTSD, and eighty percent Michael Douglas from yeah. Falling Down. Oh, it's he also, hasn't picked up a gun yet. <laughs> we 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 can, we can mention this now. So, uh, top the the reason that Top Gun exists is actually also Area Fifty One. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because at, at one point, uh, the U.S. like. So, the the Israelis managed to convince a, 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 a I think it was a May twenty three pilot to defect, and then they gave the airplane to the U S. and so the U S. spent a bunch of time like flying this big twenty three around and figuring out how it worked, and that's how they like trained all tra they basically trained all their pilots because they they suddenly knew how the MIGs worked, and that's that's the origin of the Top Gun program. But then right. also hilariously, the the MIGs got their revenge uh, when when an Air Force general whose name is whose name is I am not making this up, his name is General Bond. Okay, and he was God. like, he's like, shows up to Air Fifty One. Is like, I want to fly, I want to fly a Mig eighteen, and they're yeah, like, okay, buddy. Eh. And then he just flew it into a mountain and died, which oh. <laughs> is great. Okay, well, all right, that's, never mind. That's extremely funny. We have, yeah. we have turned my opinion. Was he killing of, himself or was he? No, just no, not he was just at... flying it. Yeah, but he, he, he was. That is, he was flying, that's incredibly. Yeah, he was flying based. a Mig eighteen, wow. which mm -hmm. is like a really, that really is, fast, difficult to control plane. Just flew that rules. That rules so hard. I see. I was. I was. You just completely changed my opinion of this man. Yeah, wow. it was amazing. That is that is the that is incredibly based. I'm yeah. so happy. Uh, un un unfortunately, uh, there's a lot of other way more depressing plane crashes that happens here. And All right. Part of the reason it's bad is because so the, you know this is, this whole thing is a black. Project, I have trouble right? imagine being depressed about anyone there dying. Oh, it's it, it, it's it, it it's kind of so there there's a I don't really care so much about the people, but like so for example, a bunch of, like 14 of the the, the people who are flying U2s like die and they like they 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 crash into a mountain. Oh, um, well, in one of the that's fine. About. And it's like, I mean, yeah, but but the thing, yeah. the thing that's, yeah. that sucks about it is that like, like the U.S. government lies to their families for like half a century about how yeah. they died. And it's like, this sucks. But then it gets even worse because, again, like this is, you know, this this is the black project of like all black projects. 
And that means that uh, they have a bunch of people from Operation Paperclip because, again, this is a facility run by the CIA in the 1950s. God. And so they let these literal, a bunch of literal Nazi, Nazi doctors run endurance tests on potential U-2 pilots. Now, these doctors are Nazi concentration camp doctors who had uh, performed horrific human experiments on people in the camps. So naturally, uh, when they do endurance tests, they torture people. So they, they would do things like they would force pilots to like hold their arms under ice water for like extremely long times. They would trap yeah. the chairs, just like randomly electrocute different parts of their body. And it was like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a nightmare. Like it's, yeah, you know, this is what happens when you give the Nazis free reign over a completely secret testing facility where no one can even talk about what people did to them. It's, it's great. It's great. It's it's. <laughs> This is this is why you don't have black projects because the Nazis wind up in charge of them and they torture people. Yeah, I think we're pretty we're pretty all on the same page of not having really any yeah, projects. It's bad. Now the, the the CIA has another problem, which is which is a much weirder and funnier problem, which is that people keep seeing their spy planes. They sure, yeah, and <laughs> you know, and so part of this is the the original U twos were silver. Which means that uh, they reflected the sun and thus I looked like a giant that. flaming cross. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the very like, first yeah. U2s are, are, now are they're, like bright silver. Yeah, because like, yeah, they, they, now they're all matte black. But yeah, yeah, imagine yeah. like a, a chromed, a chromed out yeah, it's, U2. It, well, oh, this is the thing. Like, kind of, it, it, it looks it like a flying cross. Incredible. Yeah, and it's but you know, like this, this, this is the, you know, this causes like a huge number of the UFO sightings. Just people seeing this thing, and, and eventually they're like, wait, we have to make this black because like. Having a spy plane that glows in the sun, yes, <laughs> a bad idea. No, and, and worse yet, so you know the U two can fly at like sixty five thousand feet, which is it's way it outside the go. range of anti aircraft guns. It is ridiculously yeah. high how fi- how high that plane can go. But the CIA, in their eternal hubris, assumes that it's also too high for the Soviet radar to work. And mm-hmm. so what happens instead is that they they fly a U two directly over the Kremlin to like take pictures of where Khrushchev is sleeping. And the Soviets just immediately see it, and All they right. get really pissed off because, again, like th- there's no precedent for flying a spy plane over a country you're not at war with. And they're like, "What the fuck? Why are you flying planes?" The problem is they they can't actually like shoot them down because the plane's too high up. So they're just it's sort of simmering and getting down. mad. They can just see it, yeah, yeah. And but but the U.S. is like, okay, this is not provocative enough, right? Like we've we've now flown we've now flown planes over the house of like a guy who can fire nuclear weapons. That's Fuck not yeah. enough. No, that's uh, incredibly funny. No, actually, it, it, it is very funny. But they're like, they, yeah. So C- Curtis LeMay, who's it also reminds Cur- me of some things. That, anyway, we we don't need to talk yeah, about alleged actions in front of Russian embassies. Continue. Yes. So LeMay is this guy. This guy is a, a threat to all humanity, and he has this idea. Like, okay, he wants to figure out how the he wants to figure out like how the the USSR's radar system works. And so his plan is he's going to get the USSR to trigger their radar system, and he's going to do this by flying a thousand B-47 bombers over Alaska and fly them, like, right at Soviet airspace and then turn around the moment before they get in. Guys, come on. There's yeah. other ways to... no, that's there's, there's, based. There's do other it. ways to do trolling. Like, you don't no, need to, not. like... You don't need to risk the entire population yeah, with your you, trolls. It, like, yeah, it's, you it's, do. It's, it's, Garrison, it's, see, this is why you're not an A-level troll. Uh-huh. The A-level trolls know that if you're not risking the entire future of possibly all life in the known universe, then you're just, you're not even really There's trolling. other ways That's to troll. That's just cuck shit, Garrison. Make some friends. 
cuck make, shit. Make some friends and not, troll your friends. It's not that hard. Come on, no. guys. Troll the world by by playing chicken with its continued ability to support any you know, life above the microbial level. Like the, the, thing, the thing that's incredible about this too is the only reason any of this works is that the Soviets, like, I mean, the Soviets are not good, but the Soviets aren't who the Americans say they are. No, like, they're sure not. Like, if, if 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 the U.S. had done this against the U.S., everyone on Earth would have died. Oh, we would be so dead. Like, like in 1955. Yeah, we would have the end of it. And and LeMay, like, you can say of like, who LeMay is. LeMay, someone asked him about this afterwards, and his and he says, and I quote, with a little bit more luck, we could have started World War Three. Oh man, oh okay. this guy's uh. this guy's a fucking like, yeah, Jesus, they're all monster. Yeah, they and, are like, they, they are all just. Is, yeah, like, like this. This is so bad that like the CIA sends a panel of like advisors to the president, telling him that like you can't do this again because the Soviets will think it's an actual attack. When the CIA is calling you out, then yeah, yeah it's, I yeah, think it's, it's time it's, to it's, it's time bad. to wrap up shop. Yeah, I think and, like, we did, we're done. Mm-hmm. And, and it, but the thing is, like, th- this is not the like the only just absolutely psychotic thing going on in in this period, like around Area Fifty One. So in 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 1956 1957 uh the US tests the first dirty bomb and they really don't know what this thing is going to do and it's like this is extremely dangerous or detonating a bomb is place plutonium everywhere but uh just wait uh lest you think that detonating a dirty bomb was not dangerous enough in 1957 they dropped something called the hood bomb and this bomb like the blast this okay they dropped this dropped this bomb in Nevada right the blast of this bomb blows out windows in LA People, people see wow. again. This is in Great. Nevada. People Excellent. see the explosion in Canada. Great. Like they see it in Mexico. Like you can see it from eight hundred miles out to sea. And the funniest part is that it temporarily renders Area Fifty One uninhabitable, and they forgot to tell the people <laughs> at Area Fifty One to evacuate. <laughs> oh, that is incredibly Just funny. Just giving everybody cancer. <laughs> that is that yeah. actually is incredibly funny. It. That yeah. actually is incredibly yeah. funny. Yeah, and then you know, so but the Area Fifty One people still want to work there, and so they. But the thing is, this is like before they have hazmat suits. So they good, send a bunch of good. people out in lab coats with like magnets to go collect radioactive bomb fragments so people can Great. go back to testing spy planes in Area 51. Great. <laughs> That's extremely fun. Just killing all of their I have, spook it's I have no yeah, I have no problems with this. <laughs> yeah, this is fine. This is completely <laughs> this is fine. We have probably saved a lot of lives, honestly. Yeah. It, well the problem the problem is though that they they like Area 51 was allowed to resume, and that like very nearly killed us all. Many yes, times. but like the, the the more people that die at Area Fifty One and get cancer, the probably well, they, odds they are they that that contributes slowly. to it. Yeah, it is problem. it is it is slow death, I guess. That's what know? everyone says about radiation poisoning. It happens too slowly. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, so Area Fifty One's U twos are like continuing to do flights and pissing off the Soviets, but unbeknownst to the Americans, the Soviet anti air capacity was rapidly improving. And on May Day, nineteen sixty. The U.S. pushes it too far, and they, they they send a pilot named Gary Powers to fly over the Soviet Union, and the Soviets just like shoot the shit out of him. And there's there's actually this really cute moment where like he crashes and he survived, and he's found by some random oh, Soviet farmer, and the Soviet farmer just like is like, oh hey, cool, and just like gives him a cigarette with Luckia the space dog on it, and they have this Aww. like very nice moment where they they smoke a cigarette together, and then uh, Powers gets arrested by the Soviet government and put on trial for espionage. Now, yeah. the interesting part about this is that. So the U.S. assumes that Powers is dead because when they designed the U-2, the CIA was like, oh, yeah, if this... Cr-, they didn't tell the pilots, no, but they were the CIA... Crashes, yeah, everyone will is, die. You are yeah. done. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, but but you know, Powers lives through it, and so they 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 the U.S. is like claiming on live television that Powers was like, oh, this wasn't a spy plane. He was collecting high altitude weather data for the National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics. Sure, he of was. Yeah. Sure. This lets Khrushchev has like his finest hour here. It's like incredible theatrical moment. He, he gives this incredible speech that's like. He's, he's like he's like asking like comrades like what what would happen if Soviet planes flew over Detroit in immediate war and and he, he goes on this thing about how he's accusing like he's like okay so who who sent the spy plane and he's like well it couldn't be the American people it must have been the American militarists running the spy plane uh, program without the knowledge of the commander in chief and so the U S like keeps denying it and then Khrushchev a couple of days later gets this another incredible line I'm going to quote from this speech because it rules. Comrades, he said, I must let you in on a secret. When I made a report two days ago, I deliberately refrained from mentioning that we have the remains of the plane, and we also have the pilot, who was quite alive and kicking. And the U.S. just, like, gets owned because they've been... Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, yeah I'm, it's... Sure, I'm sure this state, is, I'm sure the state isn't thrilled. Oh, there, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's an enormous embarrassment for this. And there's, 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 there's a couple of other great lines. So, so Gary Powers gets tried for espionage, and there's, there's this incredible line in this trial where... Uh, Sergei Rodenko, who's this, uh, he's an Air Force general, and he's also part of the trial, and he calls Area 51, quote, a criminal conspiracy between, quote, a major American capitalist company, an espionage and reconnaissance center, and the military of the U.S., and this I mean, is when true. You're right. You're right. That, yeah. is, that is like, true. You go ahead. I, I this, yeah. this is this is literally what Area 51 is. Um, you know, but but this is where everything goes to shit because there there was supposed to be a massive like U.S. USSR peace summit. To like uh, look at uh, denuclearization, yeah. uh huh, yeah, yeah, and so and and Khrushchev is like, okay, Eisenhower, you you need to apologize for flying spy planes over our country, and Eisenhower is like, no, and this yeah. this yeah, the, the the conference is canceled, and the world is plunged into mortal peril that will only barely survive, and but barely, of, I mean, we did it, it's fine. Oh yeah, I we got extremely lucky. Um, yeah, all all of this basically causes Khrushchev to like start a military buildup in Cuba. And oh, you know shit. you can see where yeah. this is going, but but don't worry, lest lest you think that Area Fifty One is only indirectly responsible for this. They are in fact directly responsible for the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, Great. good. Uh, you know, they 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 they, they and Area Fifty One does they they do a bunch of other stuff to like fuck with the Cubans. Like they have this thing where they they send in pilots like right up to right up to to Cuban airspace and like have them basically trade missile locks with Soviet pilots so that they can uh, test the Soviets like electronic weapons capacity and it's like again cool once again we only didn't die cuz the Soviets didn't shoot after the US did some like just absolutely bonkers, some shit we like, would have absolutely oh, yeah, shot them we, for we doing we would have nuked if Moscow they'd done it to yeah, us. Like, yeah like if if, yeah. if, 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 a, if a MiG had buzzed like Washington DC we would have ended all humanity yeah we sure would have now, and they fucking knew that. God, that has to be so frustrating. Yeah. Like, like, not a lot of sympathy for the USSR in my book, but just being like, well, this is unacceptable. But if we do literally just what they're doing to us, they yeah, will end all life kill, on Earth. Yeah, so I guess we have to be chill here. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, and speaking of, of doing things, there's also there's also an incredible uh, Bay of Pigs connection, which is that uh, Richard Bissell, who's the guy who did uh, Bay of Pigs, was the guy who ran Area 51. And what? one of the reasons why it fails is that, so remember when I talked about how uh, the CIA pissed off Curtis LeMay by not yes. telling him about Air 51? So uh, the, it, the LeMay is supposed to send a bunch of B-52 bombers to support the Bay of Pigs, and he doesn't do it. And his defense <laughs> is that he fucked, like, his defense is that he fucked up the time zones, which, <laughs> like... <laughs> I've missed, hey, we've all missed meetings because of that. Yeah. 
minutes. <laughs> I'm I'm late all the time because of time zones. It's that that you know what Curtis LeMay did nothing wrong. Yeah, it, it, in it's, that it's, instance, it's, it's amazing, and th- this this causes Blacell. Yeah, but it, yeah, it doesn't work because it's a clusterfuck, and yeah, th- this you know this this causes Blacell to get kicked out of the security establishment, but it it doesn't stop the U.S. fucking with Cuba. Of course and not. So some more areas we still haven't stopped fucking. Oh yeah, with Cuba. no, we're like never going to. It's it's incredible, yeah. and and but but okay. So this is the time that came closest to killing us all, which yeah. is that. Well, Chris, you know what will also eventually kill us all? Products and services. Is yeah, these no, all that's, of these? That's not even a joke. That's just true. Yeah, all of these yeah. things that is being sold for fake money. So yep, buy products. And this is when Garrison Woo. goes on a rant about fiat currency. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. 
Oh, we're back. And we're talking about the Honda Fiat, which is certainly Whoa! a car. I lost, it all to, I, lost, I lost it all to Fiat, please. Everyone, mm-hmm. everyone send, me, send me what you can. I'll reinvest and give you back your money in a few days. You're anyway. going to buy one of those fucking, one of those 8-bit illustration NFTs that costs $2 million, <laughs> aren't you, Garrison? <laughs> oh, you bet. See, no, wait, Robert, you, you can't. I heard, I heard now that they're making physical copies. This is a brand new phenomenon. They're making physical versions of an NFT so you can actually, like, have Own something. It? Yeah, yeah it's amazing. I'm sure there's, it costs an extra fee. There is, yeah. There's nothing else like this. It's like art, but you actually can have it. It's the first time. It's, okay, it's okay, really, Garrison, really Garrison, amazing. Robert, you guys, you can't, you can't tell the public how our how 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 we funnel all of our money around for our black projects. You're not allowed yeah. to explain our money laundering schemes on air. <sighs> you know, one one surprising thing about all of this, like Air Fifty One stuff, is honestly the the degree to which the the government does not deflect stuff by using alien shit more often. Well, like, if they were smart, they that. they could just use alien shit more often to deflect any suspicion yeah. about what's actually happening. So they sort I don't know. They, they, they go back and so so part of what's going so they go back and forth on this and part of what's going on is that the the, the CIA when 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 people start first reporting UFOs like they have two like concerns one of which is that it's just going to cause panic in the US public and they don't want they they're doing the sort of like elite panic thing and they're afraid yeah. that it's going to go insane or whatever. Sure. But the second thing that they're worried about is that they're really concerned that the, the the Soviet Union is going to uh, block out the U.S.'s early warning system by sending a bunch of fake UFO reports, which would be very funny. Yeah, which would be very funny. But you know, but so so they, they, their initial line on UFOs is like they're tr- they try they're, they spend a lot of time trying to get everyone to like not believe in them because they're like this is this is threading hysteria and it's like damaging our early warning capacity because people keep reporting and also because people just keep seeing their spy planes and so they're just like guys, there's no UFOs. It's- yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to in a little bit of some more about that because there's a lot of very weird stuff going on there. But first, yeah. we have to almost end the world. All right, let's let's just do that first, and then so, we'll get to that. In, in, in 1962, the CIA flies it flies a U two over uh, over Cuba, and they uh-huh. get a bunch of pictures of nuclear weapons. And this this is basically the thing that starts the Cuban Missile Crisis. Although. I, I also, I also, we need to talk about LeMay one more time because before they get these pictures, LeMay is convinced there's, there's no nukes there, and LeMay wants to do a preemptive strike on Cuba to stop the Soviets from bringing missiles in, which again literally would have killed us all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but LeMay gets voted down, so the CIA, you know, sends the U2s in, and this, this is the thing that starts the, 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 uh, starts the Cuban Missile Crisis. And you have the Soviets and Americans like staring each other down at sea. And but again, because these people are just like like because the Area Fifty One people and the CIA people are just nuts, they keep sending UFOs. They they keep sending U twos over Cuba, and they they they're sending U twos over Cuba. And and the, the Americans like line on the U twos they send over is if they shoot down a U two, we're going to invade. Cool. And so the Soviets actually do shoot shoot down a U two, but for like the only time ever in history. Uh, the U.S. is like, wait, maybe we shouldn't end all, like, literally end all humanity. And yeah, that's good. Like, we we get this, we get this moment where just like, you know, you 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 get to actually, so you have all the like just horrific leadership stuff that has got you here, but you you get a moment where like the soul of humanity is tested in like a very small number of people, and it's like 
if if any one of these people on either side flinches or like decides that they want to end all life on earth everyone is going to die and for one of like this, you know this is like this is like one of the only times ever that it has actually mattered that we're not all just like terrible pieces of shit and we didn't do it and we didn't end all humanity and eventually you know, the whole the whole thing is wound down and alternatively the people in charge realized that if they were doing this they could no longer do whatever fun stuff they did in their spare time and it's only for selfish reasons oh yeah i mean of course I the, just... yeah the 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 the, 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 the leaders get no credit here at all the, the people who do get credit are just like the random assholes on a ship who like got sent over to the other side of the world and had to just like sit there knowing that they could be destroyed at any moments and then didn't panic and like held yeah and kept kept everyone on earth from dying by just not just like holding it together in a situation that would have just like destroyed most people so so good good on good on like the crews of the ships for not killing us all yeah that's um, always nice yeah I mean, so depending on how i feel yeah a given day now part 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 of what's happening here is is, is uh, so the ETU is getting shot down uh, it makes Area 51 people go, we need to build a faster plane. Sure. Uh-huh. And so their, their, their solution to this is the A-12 ox cart. And the A-12 ox cart is interesting because this is another thing that everyone thinks is a UFO, but actually isn't. And I mean, there's a very famous UFO picture of like one of NASA's like X-15 rocket jets. And in the very, like in the very corner of this rocket picture of the rocket jet, there's, there's an A-12. And everyone Great. is like, Oh, this is a UFO. This is a UFO. And it's like, no, it's not. It's this. But you know, the the CIA keeps doing these like half-ass cover-ups. But like, yeah, like you can just see these out of passenger planes. Like if you're in a plane, you'll just see it. It's like, oh, this thing looks like a cigar just flew past. And they, they try to do these. They do looking. They do look incredibly weird. Yeah, and it just doesn't work. And eventually, in in, 19, in the mid '60s, Walter Cronkite like goes on TV and tells the American public that the CIA had been doing a UFO cover-up. Cool. Which is true. Cool. Yeah. But everyone assumes this is about aliens, but it's, it's not about aliens. It's nothing to do with aliens. It has everything to do with the fact that people keep seeing this biplanes. Yeah. And so the, the Air Force gets put in charge of an investigation of UFOs. But the problem is that only a few top Air Force generals know about the A-12. Yeah, they, only a few people know about the existence of this aircraft. Yeah, so. yeah. And so the low-level investigators are like, oh, the Air Force is doing a UFO cover-up, which they are, but they assume that it's about aliens. And so yeah. a bunch of these people like turn into alien, like UFO conspiracy theorists and... Yeah, because this is, you know, and, and we're, we're getting to see this. The, the, the U.S. basically, through its sort of, like, the secrecy around these programs, it just, it keeps creating UFO conspiracies. And yeah. there, there's some, okay, there's some question as to how deliberately they're doing this. Um, so the head of the National Investigation Committee on, on Aerial Phenomena, which is, like, the Uf, U.S.'s UFO study group, yep. uh, in 1969 is taken over by Joseph Bryan III, who uh, Joseph Bryan III was the CIA's first chief of political and psychological warfare. He seems like a solid dude to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like a G. so I, I have no idea what that means. What, what, no, there, no one there, does. Yeah, there's no there's, way to know. You know, and, and there's there's some reports that there have been a couple of like uh, books and documentaries in the last in, in the last like ten years that have reported there has been a that, lot. Yeah, that yes. But it basically reported that that people in the CIA deliberately fed like fake UFO information to people to cause people to like go even deeper into their conspiracy theories. Which stuff. I absolutely believe. I yeah I I was I will say this okay so like this is the kind of thing the CIA would do, but the people who are giving the evidence are sketchy, 
And I mean, of course, yeah, like that. that yeah, it is, yeah, that is kind of how. That, I mean, they probably feed it to a lot of people, and the people who talk about it. Well, I mean, so the the, the people who are testifying about it are the people who allegedly did it. Yeah, which is okay. interesting. But but the the thing that well, the problem is weird about is those people also just sort of they were like, oh, I I spread this conspiracy, but like they kind of, they also want to get into the UFO scene. And so, yeah, kind of question, it's it's weird, and it is and, a lot of I weird, think, conflicting interests going on. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is this is one of the problems with the CIA, which is that like, okay, so there's 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 a couple of there's like some important things you need to understand about the CIA. Is like they're bad. You don't need conspiracy theories for that. They're just they're bad. They do a lot of bad things. Um, the CIA having done something is not in and of itself proof that they did another thing. So, for example, like you can say the like you know you say something like the CIA is a moon base. Right, and someone asks you for evidence, and you can go, "Oh, well, they did Operation Paperclip, and they're involved in the development of rocket technology." But just because the CIA did Operation Paperclip and had rockets does not mean they have a moon base, right? Like this is yeah, this yeah. is this no. is something this is something happens all the time with when people talk about the CIA. That and, is, and like it's a hard basic to avoid falling yeah, into. Is, yeah, but, that is like a basic fallacy. That yeah, you yeah. you <laughs> cannot you cannot use something that the CIA has done as direct evidence they did something else unless there's a direct tie between unless unless you have evidence that the other thing happened. There's other people who suck. Yeah, yeah. One, and, and, one and the other thing, thing is, they're, they're not omnipotence. And, and this is one of the example I always bring up because it's really funny. So the CIA just completely missed two com- two different Indian nuclear weapons tests, like across two decades. Like, not only did they not realize that the, that there were tests going to be happening soon, like they didn't even know that India was doing tests at all. And then they they in the end, yeah, so these nukes would go off, and they would learn that the, the India was doing tests when in the Indian government announced it on TV. So like, they're they're not actually omnipotent. I think right. I think what is it also sort of interesting people. is I'm not I'm not sure if you're in a type not sure if you can bring this up shortly but like this sort of thing is definitely still happening in terms of like oh, yeah. like air force pilots seeing weird stuff in the sky and then going to talk about it be like you yeah, know yeah. just like this is some other aircraft usually yeah. well, it's, like it's, usually usually yeah. we're able to actually like prove what these things are um but like you know, military or people see stuff they talk talk about it in the news and the timing is always weird it's always been like some other like like civil unrest is happening when like yep. we get some weird piece of information about UFOs. You're like, oh, yeah. really? What what a coincidence! Well, and it's it, it's an interesting thing too, because, though, because like th- there's this kind of like weird interplay because like a lot of like 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 senators and presidents like actually believe that there's UFOs. And and this is like I this mean, is a weird I mean, thing because like, UFOs, there's, there's tension, yes, but like there's different. Yeah, like, well, do, do you mean like UFOs or do you mean like aliens? Well, like like aliens, like this, like the, the, okay. there are there are a lot of people in the government who do believe in aliens, and and, and it's it's this weird tension because and a lot of, like everything is like like I don't know uh, like Harry Reid for example was a big alien dude right, but Harry Reid like I mean I know he's very powerful in Nevada so like maybe he knew but like Harry Reid is not someone who knows what's happening in these black projects no. because they don't tell they don't tell Congress right. I mean, he he might know because of how powerful he is, but like again, it, it's up in the like even even the people who are supposed to be in charge don't know like, what's actually happening, and that means at, they fall for conspiracy theories because yeah, they fall for conspiracy theories, and at this point, it's more of a it's more of a fandom than anything else. Yeah, it's really yeah. easy to get sucked into a fandom like yeah. that. So I can't. I mean, I don't trust yeah. any congressman on any level, specifically around this issue, <laughs> because this is solely a fandom issue. It, it's like it's like it's like taking their opinion on like religion it's like i i care zero amount because it's only a fandom at, yeah at that point. but and I, I think i think that the thing that is very dangerous about this though is that again area 51 is like the existence of area 51 is like an atrocity to anyone who thinks you live in a democracy they have almost killed us like multiple multiple times and sure everyone have. is like oh it's the aliens it's like no they they literally almost ended life on earth like four times 
And and oh, yeah, you know, we're gonna get into they, they they yeah, we'll get into the other horrible stuff they do in a second. But I do want to talk about the one cool thing they did. Oh, because oh. Okay, they did one thing that was incredibly awesome that was the greatest thing the American Empire has ever produced, which is they made the SR-71. And the SR-71 is fucking sick. This is, this yeah, is the is coolest airplane anyone has. Like, just like, go Google a picture of it. It looks so cool. It, it, can, hit, it can hit Mach 3.4. Like, it's just fast. It's faster than bullets. Uh, it, is, it doesn't have any weapons on it, and it, it's, its defense strategy is so when shoots a missile at it is to outrun the missile. Yeah, that yeah. is the strategy. It's yeah. what the X Men's so plane is. The yeah, X Men's yeah. plane it's is based so, off. It's, it's the coolest it's thing dope. ever. It's a it, fucking it, rad. It, it, plane. it does look just like the X Wing. Uh, it, it, it does look just like the X Men's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's specifically it's there. Yeah. a modified SR seventy one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's dope it's, it's as the shit. Sickest thing ever. And and it's like and, and, yeah. and from that was like that was the pinnacle of the American Empire was when they made this this one just absolutely yeah. incredible machine and then uh, they used it to do war crimes in Vietnam and then great they were like oh it's too expensive and Dick Cheney who is a demon in human form who will one day return to the hell that spawned him and spend the rest of his days being torn apart by Satan uh, has the program killed because he wants to make B-2 bombers and he's like oh we gotta be able to drop nukes from weird triangle planes we can't run the coolest plane of all time ever anymore Ooh. <sighs> So yeah. he, he kills it and it's depressing and it's it's everything is bad now and he will rot in hell eternally for yeah of his many it, crimes killing the SR-71, the only good thing the Americans ever did. He should have, <sighs> this is the only thing we should have ever spent money on as a country. Yeah. But if, look, if, if no like, roads, just a network of SR-71s yeah, taking it, people. It, 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 was, it, it was almost $300 million in today's money. For one yeah, plane. sure, but like the the, the F thirty five is like yeah, a trillion. It's, a it's like a trillion dollars. Look at how much worse that plane looks than the SR seventy one. Like yeah, every successive flying around in an F thirty five. They're so wet. They're so bad. Because oh, Professor really Xavier sad. has has fucking style. Unfortunately, so there's a, the the other things they're building there are horrifying. Um, one of the most important ones that I think people have sort of like forgotten the real impact of is, is that the F-117 Nighthawk. And so, so uh, Area 51 is basically where America's stealth technology is developed. Yeah. Which really does sound like conspiracy, but like, no, this is actually like, yeah, this, this is, this is what they're yeah, doing. They're, they're, they're doing do yeah. They're doing stealth technology and the Nighthawk, the Nighthawk is really bad. And the Nighthawk is really bad because it fundamentally changes the balance of power between anti-air weapons and bombers. And this means that the U S can just like, I don't know, for example, just obliterate an army of fleeing Iraqi conscripts without having to, like, worry about someone shooting down their planes. To be fair, I do think I do think the Nighthawk looks way better than the uh, previous plane we mentioned. That's for 71? Ah, oh, no, the SR-71's way cool. I mean, the Nighthawk's no. not a bad-looking plane, but the Nighthawk the is a beautiful so cool. plane. It's a, it is a horrible killing machine. It's, yeah. it's all it's designed for, and it looks like it. It looks like death. Like the plane looks like it's true. It, it does. It looks like well. That's why I like the SR seventy one though, because the SR seventy one just looks like it looks like a the, it's, it's, it's like a race car looks that like flies. Sexy death. Yeah. Whereas yeah. whereas this the, whereas one looks like, is like this yeah, one looks like we're like, you. like 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 yeah like a government put into a plane that is death. That is yeah. what this pla- and, that, is, that and, is what it looks like. And so yeah, and this is this is this is part of a transition. The, the, the Nighthawks actually is is there's an interesting transition that's happening here, which is that. So the Nighthawk tested SR seven. Uh, the Nighthawk is tested at at Area fifty one, but this is the first plane that like can actually drop bombs that Area fifty one ever made. Because up until up until this point, they've been doing reconnaissance aircraft. They've been doing the U two, the SR seventy one, the the A twelve, which is like 
a worse yeah, they're just capable of accidentally ending the world yeah, by policemanship. These also like deliberately ending it by dropping bombs. Yeah, and and this 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 is when this the, the CIA gives control of of Area Fifty One to the Air Force. It's nineteen seventy one. Got and, it. Okay. Yeah, and this is also this is also where uh, Area Fifty Two comes in because Area Fifty Two is it's 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 literally just a facility next to Area Fifty One, and so they, right. they Area Fifty One is like I sorry Area Fifty Two is is built up basically to like house the Nighthawks. Now it, it is it is interesting that like the older Nighthawks look a lot more like UFOs than the newer Nighthawks. Like, yeah, the newer Nighthawks look more like the stupid like Tumblr Batmobile, but in a plane. The older Nighthawks look a lot more sci-fi. Um, and it is interesting it's looking true. at they the are... difference to be like, if I saw the older Nighthawk, I'd be like, oh, that's a UFO. If I saw the newer Nighthawk, I'm like, oh, that is like a military plane. Yeah. Well, and, and I, will say, I will say this. So they, they, they start doing a lot of things to like reduce the number of UFO sightings they, they produce. So like they, they start flying, <laughs> they start flying at night because it turns out it's actually really hard to see a black airplane at night. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, the, the, the other thing that they're doing in Area 51, and they've been doing this really since the 60s, is Area 51 is where the U.S. basically develops its drones. Yeah, and, and that is that that is the modern thing that pilots see yeah. and then talk about on CBS yeah. or whatever. And, and you know, and it's interestingly, so so I, 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 I mean, I, I've been sort of aware of this. I didn't fully understand it. The U.S. like had drones in the 60s. We've, it's we've just we've had that, them like, for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Like they, 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 like one of the things they do with the A twelve is they put like they had this like ramjet drone on top of it, which is like pretty sick. Like a ramjet drone is sick. Like that's like that's just like a cool thing. I mean, but, yeah. If it wasn't used for killing people, then yeah, all these things yeah. are cool. But yeah, they're well, only the, designed the to kill part, people. Well, yeah, but the fun, fun part about the ramjet thing is they had they had to stop using it because it kept it kept just like like cutting the airplane, like kept cutting the A twelve in half. Um, okay well critical yeah, cr- support critical support critical support, support to the ramjet drone but yeah and i think that the last thing we should talk about is that yeah so area 51's the the latest thing that we know that they did that is horrifying and awful is so up up until 9-11 there had been a line in the u.s military and that line was you do not put weapons on unarmed drones <laughs> and after yeah yeah so after Cute. after nine eleven oh, oh oh what a time yeah yeah and after nine eleven uh the air force and the cia basically get together and they're trying to draw up a plan to kill bin laden uh-huh. and so their their plan to do this is to put hellfire missiles on a drone and this is this is this is the origin of the what a horrible drone series of events drone. yeah God. it's awful they, these are like the few decisions that have impacted the course of humanity yeah. for the next century that are You've been responsible for so many, so well, many bodies, and, and, and this thing you you can you can see where this is going in the initial thing because so yeah. when 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 they're testing the missiles on this right uh, in Area Fifty One they, they set up like a mock version of like Bin Laden's house yeah. and they're setting it up so that they can figure out how many children they're going to kill when they blow this thing up. Yeah, and yeah, that's 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 been that's yeah. been Area Fifty One's modern. No, the the worst the is... worst thing to come from places like this is putting guns on robots and drones. This is yeah, like the I mean, worst thing yeah, that humanity almost, can almost, do. Almost, almost almost ending the world with nuclear weapons and then now drones. Now, deciding it's... to put de- deciding to put bombs and weapons on little tiny things that fly and little and little robots that crawl around. This is the worst thing imaginable yeah. that we could have we could have just not done. Yep. But we're like, nope, let's do it, and well, now and, it and, sucks. And the, thing, the thing I've heard about it is even even the like seventy CIA was like, this is a bad idea. I know it's one of one of the first laws of like 
This one of the first laws of yeah, first law of robotics. Uh, the first law of robotics. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but and, we stopped talking about that years ago. Nope. Yeah. And now we Decades have those. Ago, now we have really. those fucking robot dogs with yep. the fucking like five five six yeah. rifles mounted on their no, no, little no. It's tiny a, that's heads. Six point five Creed. Oh, it's six point five. Even worse. Oh, boy. even yeah, worse. Baby. Yep, and yep. that's the episode. Well, and yeah, go we buy a 6.5 Creedmoor <laughs> rifle. It'll go right through a robot. Yeah. I'm real excited for the robot wars. Yep. And then you'll be I able to not. take the it's robot's gonna ammo. It's going to suck so bad. We're well, already in the robot wars. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, well, it's happened. Well, but you know what'll never happen? It would have been, so been so much better if it was just aliens. God, what... Nope, uh, it's not. Yeah, you know, I, would, I will say so this though. Better. I will say this though. If if we ever do Storm Area Fifty One, we should just destroy it. Like yeah, that, no, that, just, that place. Just, that place should be razed to the ground and like left as a monument to the people it killed. Because yeah, yeah. They, I mean that should be most of the states. Ah, uh, yes, I, yes. But specifically yeah, Area Fifty One, we yeah. fill every inch of it with concrete and we top it with a statue of Fox Mulder. You know, you know what we do is we do the thing like for the uh, the theoretical. Uh, the theoretical nuclear waste disposal site. Oh yeah, that is well, what we do. It it, it 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 is also still sort of irradiated. It also yeah, so. it is still also irradiated. So yeah, nothing. <laughs> Plutonium bombs there. No, nothing. Nothing. Nothing of value is kept here. Turn. Turn away. Yep. Yeah. Well, I wish uh, it was aliens. Nope. We all wish it aliens. was aliens. It's, all right. It's well, the CIA. That's the episode. You can follow our CIA exploits at the Happen Here Pod on Twitter and Instagram. God, I hate social media. All right, yep. that's the episode. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. 
Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org.